Welcome back, everybody. Simple Times Podcast, episode 20. On today's episode, we'll cover our Halloween highlights. Talk about what happened during uh, Halloween, you know, now that the season's over with. Andrew will share a story about uh, what he kicked while he was at work. Uh, he's got, a, he's got a, a surprise game for me. Not sure what that is, but we'll, I guess we'll all be surprised on this one. Uh, Simple Times News, simple-minded tweets, jokes with Hefe, and then we'll end it with the new way, Simple Times Shoutouts. And uh, we'll uh, see who gets the first shout-out this time. I'm sure she's listening right now. All of this on episode 20 of Simple Times Podcast. Our podcast isn't a teenager anymore. It's officially 20 episodes in. Wow. Only took us, what, about almost 10 years to get into it 20 years? years yeah, right? 20 episodes exactly. in. Exactly. That's not it's, bad. No, that's only, what, two episodes or an episode every two years? No, wait. God damn it. It's like, it's like that math thing all over again. Okay, it's too soon for math. Yeah, okay? I know. It's, Plus, it's late at night. Exactly. It's freaking 930 at night. It would be night. two episodes a year. There we go. That's there we good go. math. Yes, for now. All right. Maybe you should do some of that uh, that new math that they're teaching nowadays. What's it called? Uh, common Core or something? I don't even know. Uh, there's some new math, which uh, my kids are doing, and I'm like, this isn't math. You know what? Now that you, know, now that you mentioned it, Common Core does kind of sound familiar, but I'm not... Vers- I'm not I when when not, I was yeah. tutoring um, back in the day in my early 20s... Uh-huh. Yeah, that was like the latest craze that was going on in elementary schools. It was Common Core. I, I'm pretty sure it was called Common Core. Probably. Basically, I think it's their way of trying to, uh, I don't know, diversify math to make it, I don't know, give students a different way of learning math. Like adding and subtracting is not just two plus two equals four, but... Think of it as, okay, You have, let's say you have two rocks, and now you have two birds. So you put them together, and you have what? Do you think maybe Common Core could also try to be like a, uh, a way for them to learn math faster? Because I've been noticing that as the years go by, like algebra especially creeps up earlier and earlier into a child's education, like at school. Because uh-huh. like when we were going to school, I think algebra was like ninth grade. Now I'm hearing that algebra is like sixth grade. Like when they leave oh. fifth grade, they're they're doing like pre-algebra stuff already. Yeah, maybe it's a way to get them to think about numbers and things in a different way at a younger age. So that way they have different ways of looking at it. That's kind of what I think. Okay. But... Like, I see how my son's doing math, and it's like, all right, do 12 plus 3. And then it's like, okay, well, a 12 has a 10 in it with a 2. So I could take that 2 with the 3, make that a 5. So that means that 12 plus 3 is 15. So it's like grouping. Dude, you lost me so long ago. No, I... <laughs> you know what? Maybe kids have a better grasp on this stuff. But to me, it's like, dude, 
Just write the numbers. Yeah. Put one on top of the other and add down. Like yeah, that. yeah. I mean, I, I mean, I wasn't as good as you were in math, but then again, I also didn't. Um, I didn't. Uh, uh, I didn't have the. I didn't have the the, the chances to progress in math because uh, good old San Pedro High School had me re- had me take algebra one like almost four semesters. I think three three to four semesters. I passed them all with A's. But they kept saying that, oh, we need to just, uh, no, no, they were like, oh, uh, our records um, got mixed up or, um, oh, that was a mistake. We didn't mean to put you in Algebra 1A again. Something went wrong in, at San Pedro High because I remember you told me that you were placed in like a Spanish for Spanish speaking yes, class. Yes, because of my name. Because of your name. Yeah, I'm sitting there in class going, okay, Spanish 1, this is great. You know, not knowing that it was for Spanish speakers. And... um I remember sitting in class and the first thing she says is just talk, starts talking in Spanish, like a regular conversation. And I'm sitting there looking at it going, what the hell? Like, this is Spanish? Like, are we supposed to know this already? Like, did I skip something? Is there like something that I should have taken that I to prepare for this? And I remember um, it was like almost a week in and I'm going, this isn't, this isn't right. And the, all I'm doing all day long is literally fucking copying the book. Word for word, any 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 sheet she gives me with questions on it, I don't know what the question is. I'm just I'm just recopying the question. I have no idea what I'm writing. I have no idea what I'm reading, and it was like almost like I said probably me about four days in, and she finally calls me up to the front and she, not in front of everybody, but she called me to her desk and she goes, she starts talking to me in Spanish and I'm looking at her. She goes and I, and I understood her when she said, "Do you not do you not speak Spanish?" And you said, "No sprecken." Spanish, <laughs> and, um, and then she and then she put a dunce hat on you and made you stand in the corner. A dunce, a dunce sombrero. <laughs> no, and then she looks at me and she goes, "Why are you in this class?" Then I said, "Well, isn't the Spanish one?" She goes, "Yeah, for Spanish speakers." And at first, that itself didn't really click. So I'm like, "Well, if they already speak Spanish, then why are they in the Spanish one class? Like, they should already be well advanced, you know." But I realized that it's you know properly grammar and all that kind of stuff. But I told her, I was like, no, I don't. She's like, well, wh- why, why, why are you taking the class? Like, it's three, four days in. I'm like, I thought this was how Spanish class went. I had never taken a, uh, a foreign language class. I didn't know. Maybe it was like full on immersive thing. She'd be like, no comprendo. Yeah, right. But, um, but yeah, cause I thought it was funny how there was a couple people in that I knew that were looking at me like, oh damn, like he's in this class. I didn't think anything of it at the time, but yeah, then I found out the fucking school was like, oh yeah, we just saw your name and we just thought, oh, okay, we'll put you in there because you should know Spanish. Well, that's LAUSD for you. And back in elementary school, I remember one year, um, you know, like those uh, standardized questions where like they would always ask you like, you know, like just the bio of yourself, like your name, your date of birth, uh, your sex, and then you they would ask you put, to put the race. sex and you're like, yes. <laughs> and yeah, your race, ethnicity, yeah. Yeah, and for me... It was weird because most of the time it was uh, like like if you check white, it was white non Hispanic. Right, I but there was never that. white and Hispanic. It was always white non Hispanic, Hispanic, Asian, and other. Right. So I remember one year I was like, I'm Hispanic. So I clicked, so I checked Hispanic, and for almost three months straight. Any any kind of call that the at the school would call, you know, f- 
for whatever like parent teacher conference letting us know it would be in spanish oh and then all the flyers that Ex- the take home flyers everything was always in spanish and we're like why is this in spanish and your mom and dad were, were like my dad my well now you know now this is the weird thing my dad he has a hard time reading spanish but he knows spanish right so my mom who tries her best to speak spanish was reading it to her i mean, I mean i'm sorry my mom was reading it to my dad and my dad was 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 listening to this and going like, I don't know why this is so difficult. So they called the school, and the school basically had said, "Well, your son checked that you guys were Hispanic, so we just assumed that you guys spoke Spanish, and that's what you guys meant." So that little check just ruined your life for a while, yeah. And then I guess it that was just that was just for those three months in uh, elementary school, but it was but I guess it came back to bite me in the ass back in what what, what would that be? I think it was uh, junior high of high school. When that happened, wow! So, but it no, the you all that time, yeah, I lost so much time, especially in the algebra. But yeah, the I think if they would have gotten their stuff together, I probably would have been on the same level of math with you, because um, I didn't go to geometry till junior year, and mm-hmm. because I had taken algebra one a so many times, I wasn't in a regular geometry class. They called it um, advanced applied math. And I was like, what is that? And they straight out were like, oh, it's uh, it's geometry for, for stupid people. <laughs> and I was like, what? And I went in there and... Uh, you were like, this is way too easy. Yeah. No, it really, it was. I was like, this is I was like, this is geometry? And they were like, yeah. And I was like, "There's it's got to be it's got to be harder than this. Like, this just seems way too easy. Yeah, because you were like, um, you're just asking me to point out shapes, square, yeah. diamond, circle. And... And 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 the others that were in my class were like seniors that were like, I need this to graduate, and that's why I'm here. But the saddest thing was when I when I when I was a senior, and they put me in algebra two. Finally, they were like, uh, they pulled me in because you know, we we had the uh, the electives and all that stuff as well. And um, they pulled me in, and they were like, uh, you know, we see that you've taken algebra one a so many times and passed them, and you're so good at it. I'm like, yeah. Because you guys made me take it three times. I'm pretty sure that I would be a master by it, of it by now. And they were like, yeah, so um, we want to make you a tutor for an Algebra 1A class that you know it so well. Wow. So I'm thinking, okay, you know, the first semester I, I did that, it was uh, it was a mixture. You know, I had a lot of like, you know, ninth graders, uh, a few 10th graders, and then one or two like seniors. And um, But it wasn't until the second semester when I did it when I saw like, all seniors that were still in algebra one and they needed that to graduate. Yeah. They would, they know they needed, they needed to pass that and then they would have had a chance to take geometry in summer school and then they would have been able to graduate. If they didn't pass algebra one, there was no summer school. They were just going to be held back and have to repeat their senior year again. Sounds like a lot of dunces to me. There were there were a lot of them in there that just had absolutely no care in the world to learn that stuff. Man, just looking back at LAUSD, because we're products of LAUSD. Yeah. And I, I think the results came out that kids are either getting dumber now or something yeah. because a lot of kids, and it might have to do with the pandemic, but they're, they seem to be failing, like not passing their classes, but... 
these teachers and uh, the district, whatever, are allowing them to pass because they don't want to. I guess they don't want to portray their students as dumb, but well, well, it's, it's just hurting themselves because as they go on, they're not understanding the material. So it's like, what's going on? Well, it goes back to the whole uh, no kid left behind. Mm. I think uh, uh, Bush was the one that put that in, in, into effect. That essentially no kid is no kid can be left behind. That it's up to the school's uh, um, the school's decision. I think basically to see if you know they want the kid to move on or not. If the parents really do, then you know um, you know put them in summer school, do something like that, just kind of bump their bump their grades up to at least a D, and then pass them. Oof. So. But, so what would you uh, recommend? Just have them repeat everything until they get it. Uh, I mean, is, this is not yeah, simple. No, times I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I stuff, know. But, but I mean, I mean, that would be like the only way to to do it is to make sure that you know. I mean, at least you don't know the basics of what you're going to be learning. I mean, have a lot of super seniors. Yeah, I mean, I I shouldn't really talk much because. Uh, I almost didn't graduate. I don't, know, I don't know if you know, but I almost didn't graduate. No, I didn't know this. Um, so you needed a, what was it, either 2.0 or 2.5 to graduate? Yeah, something like that. I remember there was the exit exam. Yes. And apparently it was like you had to pass 10th grade level English and math. So I remember in the exit exam, I passed the math with flying colors, but it was the English. No. Or was it the other way around? I mean, you must have passed math if you did three yeah. years of Algebra 1. Yeah, yeah. But then I think I had to retake... No, did I have to... No, take it back. I didn't have to retake the math. So yeah, it had to have been... I passed the math with flying colors, but I missed the English by one point. And that one point made me have to retake the English portion all over again the next year. They should have just asked you that one question that you missed and be like, hey, they actually this one right? They showed it to me. They showed me what it was, and they said uh, one of my essays. Oh. So I had to go back and I had to redo it again and I did the English portion and um, you know I, I then I ended up passing it on that one. I remember passing them the first time and I'm like, that was super easy. Yeah. Why are people not passing? They're just dumb. <laughs> but um but no, so I um I had taken out Al- no, Spanish two classes and it was taught um by a teacher that I think had a higher standard or she expected a higher standard than what she was what she was getting because that I th- sounds like a good thing it's like yeah setting you up to pass right because if she expected a higher standard and you fell below that standard you at least met the base standard but when you're in only second year spanish especially after doing oh, are you talking about spanish class spanish class because i mean spanish one was like was like, you know, this is an apple. Can you say apple in Spanish? It was almost like Dora the Explorer kind of like level Spanish. Man, Spanish class should have just been watching a bunch of Dora the Explorer Probably, videos. yeah. I mean, that, um, I mean, science, come I on, mean, we learned the most watching Bill Nye the Science Guy oh, yeah, videos. Yeah, you know? definitely. Solid. Yeah. <laughs> but, <laughs> okay. <laughs> but, um, but no, and then Spanish too was conversational. So it was like just straight on into... You know, come, you know, you know, talk to me in Spanish and talk to me. I Spanish. failed. I failed. I failed her, failed her class. Yeah. And I remember her, her looking at me and saying, you failed. You're not going to graduate. And I looked at her and I said, watch me. <laughs> no, really. I was like, watch me. 
And um, luckily, I had taken tennis class, or I was on the tennis team that year. Right. I was ten. So when I entered senior year, I was ten ten credits, ten units, however they they they, they added up um, ahead. So usually, when you were when you were ahead, because I think they said like as long as you passed all your classes from freshman to junior, you would be ten credits ahead, or ten units, however way, uh, in your senior year. With those ahead, you could take a period off. So that's why, like, you'd see a lot of seniors either skipping first period and coming in second period, or leaving at fifth, leaving at lunch because it was fifth period and then lunch and then sixth period. So they're able to miss one and not and still graduate because they would have enough units or credits to graduate. So the first semester, I took sixth period off, so I left at lunch. But the second year, I took tennis. So since I took tennis, I had six periods. So that tennis class plugged in. So essentially, I could have failed any one of my classes and still graduated because the units that I got for tennis would have just plugged it right in. You worked the system. I did. All right. Enough so, about I know, I know, high school. I know, I know. I don't know how we went from our podcast is no longer a teenager to... <laughs> To now, because we were trying to add up how many uh, episodes it would have been to make it at twenty years, and I mean twenty episodes in ten years. Oh yeah, and then kids are getting dumber. And yeah, that's exactly. basically the point of this whole thing. And then it just snowballed. So anyway, we um we forgot to introduce ourselves for our new listeners. We don't just talk about what we did in high school. Yeah, um, this is a simple time podcast. I am Andrew, and I, I am Marcelo. Now you know each other's voices. And thank you for joining us on episode 20. And for those of you just tuning in, we have we had just put out some very special Halloween-related episodes, which they're still up on the podcast, and you could look for those, and they are quite entertaining. Um, Especially the music, if I may be so... Uh how would you say? Proud of yourself? I guess, you know. You're really proud of yourself for you know, that. You know, not to toot my own horn. But I will agree with you. Marcel did a fantastic job on our Simple Sessions Halloween 101 episode. Um, and this is something that uh, I just want to plug in real quick because this is new to the podcast. Uh, just to give a little history of our podcast. We started uh, the podcast back in uh, right after high school, I would say. And uh, it was kind of, I'd say the pre-hiatus is what we're calling it. The pre-hiatus episodes are kind of eh, but the post-hiatus, the ones that we started this year, those are the ones you want to look out for. So we put out um, Simple Sessions. It's a new concept for our podcast. It's going to be found on our regular feed, but these are um, topic-specific uh, sometimes interviews and well, once this episode comes out, there's going to be a Veterans Day special already out. So please listen to that one. You will hear me interview my coworker Frankie, who is a uh, U.S. Army veteran, and uh, that's a pretty good one. You haven't heard it yet, but when you do, you're going to be glad that you did. Neither have I. I haven't heard it either. I know. So it's going to be a surprise thing for a lot of people For here. a lot of people. And uh, yeah, so that's Simple Sessions, and we're coming out of Halloween. And, yeah. And well, 
uh, I wanted to ask you, like, how, how did it go for Halloween for you? I mean, you did mention uh, on a previous episode your Halloween party, but what about Halloween day? How oh. was your Halloween day? Uh, pretty normal. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, work that morning um, or that, that day, I guess you could say. Um, it was just a normal, you know, regular Tuesday. I don't even think that they even had the party. I mean, that, that parade, the parade that I was talking about. The oh yeah, the ten minute parade. We got two seconds to dress up, and then yeah. five minutes to walk across the street. Yeah, and then- yeah. I don't think that they that they even did that because I don't because last time they had a flyer up and they and the bosses would tell everybody, you know, hey, if you're going to participate, go now. But I didn't see any of that this year. It was it was very quiet, um, and then that quiet carried on i think throughout the rest of the day like um i went up to my aunt's house up in pv to um she invited us up there she was like yeah you know we got pizza and beer come up there and hang out and all oh, that stuff. yeah so we go up there and um i even showed up a little late because i was like i was i was tired and um i think i showed up maybe about close to eight o'clock and um i saw like no kids on the drive up there there was a group of kids when i when i started driving up there but once i started getting like up into our neighborhoods and all that stuff one group of maybe 10 10 kids but none of them were coming down her street i think she said she was out there for maybe three hours or so and she got like 15 kids yeah you know what um and then and then i heard that it was like all like all all throughout the country there wasn't many trick-or-treaters this year yeah and uh that kind of uh I can echo that to uh, my experience. So I took the kids to this neighborhood in Torrance. It's a family friend who lives out there and they have daughters that are older. So they kind of help us with the younger kids uh, walking around the neighborhood. And yeah, I can contest to that. It seemed very kind of dead, almost not a lot of people participating, uh, including the people that you know are supposed to be handing out candy. It seemed like a lot of people went the lazy way. And they just had like, uh, you know, bowls of candy on the porch. And it was kind of sad because my kids in their little group, you know, they're all excited to ring the doorbell and wanting for people to open the door. And this happened several times. They'd run up, ring the doorbell, uh, knock on the door, say trick or treat, expecting someone to open the door. But then they realized, oh, wait, there's a bowl of candy already on the porch like, oh, I guess we just take what we want, which kind of sadly, I felt like it took away from the Halloween trick-or-treating experience. So I don't know if everyone's just getting lazy or or, or are we still feeling the effects of COVID where, oh, we, we don't want be. I mean, interactions with people. Just take take what's there. Yeah. I mean, you know, I mean, the idea of like, you know, no contact uh, that I mean, that that's how it was in my, in my aunt's neighborhood. When we, um, towards the end of the night, we went walking throughout her neighborhood just to kind of see like what, what it would, what it looked like. And yeah, everybody just had a bowl of candy out, but it was, but a few of them didn't just have like, you know, a bowl of candy at the end, at the, you know, above, over by the curb. Some of them had like a display where it was like a somewhat interactive and you could walk up and make it, you know, at least a little fun. But, um, yeah, I, I think we're still kind of feeling like the tail end effects of, um, of the whole COVID pandemic thing. Um, Especially since, I mean, I don't know about you, but uh, flu season seems to be getting stronger too. And I think that also is effective of, of COVID, of everything being so clean and us being able to 
you know, to only be inside and not building up that immunity. And I think now it's like any kind of common cold. I mean, earlier in the year, I was like, it felt like I was sick for like almost four months and it wasn't COVID. It was just like, you know, you're just kind of, you know, there, there were just something going around. It's like a little cold that was going around and it was just a minor cold that was affecting people just from not having that, uh, that immune. But, um, yeah, I mean, that might be how it is for, you know, um, you know, uh, trick or treating might be just a bucket at the end of the at the end of the of the driveway or the end of the walkway, and um, is trick or treating dying? Maybe, but then again, it was on a Tuesday. So, I mean, having it on a Tuesday right after a pandemic, I'm sure there's not a lot of people that really want to do it. Um, I'd be curious to see when it hits a weekend again to see if it doesn't pick up. Um, speaking of uh, of the weekends, even um. You know, you know how like usually like the weekend before is when they have like the parties and all that stuff. Yeah, I didn't even really see that many parties. Uh, I was driving to my mom's house I think that weekend, and uh, you know I go through Long Beach and uh, Belmont Shore kind of area, and there's a lot of bars, and not even the bars seem to be pretty, seem to be you know packed at all. Um, on my way home, I went through through that area again and a few of the you know bigger bars were you know kind of packed but there weren't even really like really that many people dressing up so it i mean it halloween could trick-or-treating could be dying but um i think it, i think it'll just maybe be another few years before we start seeing it back up to the to the times that we that, that we knew of um yeah well we'll keep a close watch on this one you yeah. know you being the halloween expert right me being the dad that tricks the kids trick-or-treating uh, i'll keep you posted i could do it from the adult point of view and you can do it from the kids point of view i like it how about that i like it but i, I will say you know uh not to say that people didn't pass out candies traditionally but I, it just seemed like there was fewer people celebrating and putting decorations up you know there's a lot of houses with their porch lights off so it just seemed eh. but the ones that did decorate they did go all out you know i did see some really cool things some people of course had their their haunted houses uh their own house of horrors and uh yeah, but it we had a good time i'm not saying that it was it was lame or anything but i'm just saying it seemed like it wasn't as festive, but I do as think years prior. I do think that the spirit of Halloween is still there because oh, yeah. Halloween Horror Nights over Universal Studios and Not Scary Farm and all that they were packed. Right? They, I mean, like they. Uh, I think I saw a video where they said it was going to be like a four-hour wait just to get into Halloween Horror Nights at Universal. Crazy. Um, unless you had like some like fast pass thing where I guess, and I guess the fast pass is only like. 50 bucks more but nobody wanted to pay the extra 50 bucks to get in but if you did pay the extra 50 bucks or something or however much it was um and it was only a one-time charge it was like 50 bucks per maze it was like a one-time thing and you got and you were like cutting like to the front of the line um but um yeah i think the spirit's still there it's just uh i do think that we kind of need to get a little further away from the pandemic and have people kind of feeling a little better for themselves and uh, you know, having that confidence again to, to go out and, you know, be able to interact. So like I said, remember I said I would keep you posted. Yeah. Wink, wink. Yeah. Um, I want to share a, a story about, uh, Halloween and, oh boy. and mailman, uh, uh, not this one yet, but uh-huh. so, uh, there's a Catholic church on the route that I was taking care of. 
and the church has a school in the back. Oh, that's right. You weren't you weren't on your regular route list the, for the for the like for like a week or so, right? Uh, I was on. Uh, normally, I bounce. Uh, every day is a different route. But this guy was on vacation. Okay, yeah, yeah. So I, I do was remember on, you mentioning something like this. I was yeah, on yeah. a single route for two weeks straight. Okay, and so then um, the last week they were having their uh, their Halloween dress up party. The the Catholic Church school that's uh-huh. attached to it having their Halloween uh, costume party on a Friday, and so lo and behold, it's my time to deliver the school mail. So I'm walking back there and then all these kids and their parents dressed up and I'm making my way to the front office to drop off the mail and guess what people said to me. Are you? Did they ask you if you were dressed up as a mailman for Halloween? Three times. <laughs> Three times. They were like, oh, I love your costume. I was like, yeah, yeah, it's the same costume I wear every year. <laughs> anyway, so remember I said that if someone says nice costume on Halloween that I was going to shoot him? <laughs> I did murder three people. You did go postal? I went postal finally. And uh, I went to uh, spend some time in jail. You know, I'm surprised that there isn't a horror movie based on that on like a mailman, like going on a killing spree. That would be really fun. Okay. I heard there's a law that says like in film, Uh you can't use the postal service in the, in the movies. Well, yeah, you can't say it's the United States postal service, but I mean, you can make a mailman. You can make a mailman. And yeah. I've seen people do it and they call it something differently. Yeah. But as far as USPS. Oh, yeah. No, no yeah. No, yeah. I think you, there's a law that says you can't use it. Well, I mean, it, that's also kind of a copyright thing. I mean, you can't use it, an established logo. I mean, like. I mean, not entirely true because if you've seen Castaway with Tom Hanks, they use FedEx like plastered on right that film because it was licensed and it, and and it was allowed but i right. mean like yeah i mean i'm sure no i'm sure that sure the usps isn't going to allow someone to make a horror movie about a mailman going around killing people but i'm just saying like like you don't have to say it was usps you could just say like you know there's a mailman going around killing i mean like just kind of having it that way um, I'd watch it. Yeah, I mean, they have one. Uh, in fact, a friend of mine, friend of mine at work was. We, were, we always talk about this one. Um, actually, there's a couple of them. Like there's Slother House, <laughs> which is a, a a sloth that basically goes around killing people. Wow. Um, there's um, what was the other one? Um, uh, there's Thanks Killing that's actually coming out soon. Um, essentially, a Thanksgiving dinner where everybody starts getting killed. Um, then there's an actual Thanksgiving. It's called Thanksgiving by Eli Roth. That's supposed to be a really good one. Um, but it's like you can't forget about Poultry Geist. I never saw that one either. I, you know, it, there was a, a list that you listed off in uh-huh. you know, some horror films. And yeah, yeah. Poultry Geist really stood out. Really? Oh, okay. <laughs> I don't remember that one at all. Um, well, it's from an old. Episode oh, okay. Of ours. Uh, there's a Lamageddon. <laughs> which is a, a llama goes around. I mean, and then of course, you know, you look at like all, all the other like B movies, like sci-fi movies, like sh- like Sharknado 
or the or since the Sharknado franchise ended, the newest franchise coming out is Zombie Tsunami, a tsunami in the water that's just filled with swimming zombies. It seems like they come up with the name first, and they're like, "All right, we got to definitely make a movie." But they surrounding make, this they make name. so much money off of those. They get so many followers. It's like a they become like the cult classics, and it's just weird. But yeah, I'm surprised no one's made a, or maybe they have, and I just haven't seen it yet. Uh, one of like a delivery work, like a delivery postal kind of worker that um, you know might go on a killing spree or something. But maybe it hits too close to home. Who knows? Well, all this killing spree talk is uh, making me want to go into our our next discussion. Um, so I'm a mailman. What did you kick? I, I <laughs> deliver mail. I run into all kinds of things and you know, I, I need to, I, I have to let off some steam. I have a feeling that not a lot of people here are going to like this, uh, this story that you have, huh? So I kicked something. <laughs> you want to know what I kicked Marcelo? Do our, do our listeners want to know what you kicked? Oh, they want to know. Okay. So, I kicked a puppy. That is uh, Andy the drummer at on, on Instagram. No, no, no. No. <laughs> no, no, no. If you want to write to us, you write to us at simpletimespodcast at gmail.com. And remember, I am Marcelo. I am not the poster worker. It is Andy. Now... Let me explain. Okay. I'm surprised that you're not, uh, you know, like uh, going in at me w- with surgical devices to try to figure out what happened to where you kicked a puppy. Yeah, I mean, you ki- I mean, you did kick a puppy. It's just, uh, I mean, now what if I said it was unintentional? If it was unintentional, okay, but I mean, it depends on what you did after. I kicked it again. No, I'm just kidding. Okay, let me that's, tell you the story. That's Andy the drummer on on Instagram. No, 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 no. no. Write us at Simple Times Podcast. Okay, so I was delivering the mail. And then I had to cross the street. Uh-huh. As I was crossing the street and going to the next house's mailbox, I felt something between my legs. And what was it? A puppy. Now, as I was stepping, I accidentally, you know, kind of kicked it. It was chasing me, and the fault goes to the owner who was across the street who didn't leash up his dog, saw his dog running across the street, didn't do anything to retrieve his dog. It's a puppy. Should have had the dog on a leash. It's still a puppy. Looking back, he had a leash, but he decided just to hold the leash in his hand. How big was this puppy? Uh, about the size of Mozart. It looked so, like a little okay. brown poodle. So a small dog. It was a small dog. Small small puppy. The owner let his dog run across the street, and I, I'm telling you, okay. this street. No, I'm no, yeah, I'm, has I'm cars flying by it. Yeah, okay. I luckily. I am not. I am not siding with the owner. I do think that the owner was a dick for not le- for not putting it on a leash. Thank you. But at the but, but at the same time, it was still a puppy. So you can't sit there and be like, "It was chasing me." I was a fear for my life. Okay, it, okay, okay. It was a puppy. Maybe I lied. It wasn't really chasing me. I think it was just like running towards me because it saw something. And it was like following. Oh, I saw a person. Oh, new person. Let me go say hi. Yeah. And yeah. 
sometimes I have an earbud and you know I'm yeah. listening to the Simple Times podcast uh-huh. in my ear, so it's hard to hear things that are going on around me sometimes. Sometimes. But I'm just doing my thing, walking like a normal human being, and this thing decides to run up right here. Okay. And I just it just get a little, did a little bloop, just a little bloop, and that was it. The dog was fine. It didn't squeal. It didn't howl. The owner finally ran across the street and was like, oh, oh, the little guy wanted to, to see you there. Oh. And now this is what I wanted to tell the guy. My guy, why don't you have your dog on a leash? A puppy ran across the street. Cars fly up and down the street all the time. Your dog could have been dead right now. So I could have given him a lecture. I could have told him off, like say, like, hey, can you be a a responsible dog owner and leash up your dog? But, you know, I didn't. I was like, you know what? If he wants to learn the hard way, that's on him, but. And so I just want to take this moment for a brief PSA to tell all you people out there that if you are a dog owner, please leash up your dog. If you're just going from your front door to your car and you know that your dog is uh, maybe going to run off, put that dog on a leash. You don't know what's going to happen, what it's going to see, a squirrel off into the distance. A mailman come running after to kick it. A mailman coming right up. No. <laughs> but if your dog bites a mailman, that dog bite, you're paying the medical bills, basically. And you probably won't be getting your mail. And all this can be uh, avoided if you just leash your dog. Did I ever tell you the story about how um, uh, back where I used to live, our mailman that was there actually got attacked by a dog? Did he survive? Yeah, he did. Thanks. But... um. But, but like, he was like, I'm like, I'm not talking about like, you know, like your little, like, you know, oh, puppy was taken. No, like this was like a German shepherd oh, full no. grown coming after him. Um, uh, and that was the first time I had ever seen, um, what, what are they called? The, um, the federal postal security or something like that. Uh, the, the, the inspectors. The, yeah. The postal that, inspector. That was the first time I had ever seen that and, and, and knew about that. Um, he was, uh, he was, I didn't see it. My dad saw, my dad kind of saw it. Um, and, uh, yeah, he was just, uh, delivering the mail, just like normal and, um, had no idea that this dog came running. It wasn't a wild dog or anything like that. It was, uh, one of the, one of the, the, the neighbors had opened their door to get, to get the mail and the dog ran out. Yeah. The dog just, the dog just, you know, no, they said that the dog walked out and then just, uh, they just thought, okay, they're, you know, going to, going to take a leak just right here, right here on the, on, on the grass, but no, took off and wasn't like, you know, full on sprint, but it's kind of like, you know, did like, like a little, like kind of gallop to it. And, um, they said that the bites didn't look like it was like, it was trying to like, like to rip them apart. It just kind of seemed like it was trying to play in like a rough way. Oh, okay. Yeah, you yeah. know, kind of like a thing. Like dogs do with each other when they grab each other on the neck. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. Tear it to shreds, but more like. Let's play who's dominant. Yeah, who's yeah, submissive. kind of a thing. Um, and um, and somehow got the mailman's arm, and oh, no. and, and bit the arm, and I guess wouldn't let go. Ouch! And uh, and yeah, um, I don't know whatever happened to the dog, but um, they put him down. No, I'm just kidding. No, I mean, oh, honestly, they they may have, yeah. But all I know is that uh, yeah, that uh, 
we didn't we didn't uh I don't think we ever saw that that mailman again actually. He may he may have come back to say bye, you know, but he was towards the end of like his he was doing like 30 years. Oh wow. So I mean, he was he was ready for retirement and that might have been what uh what pushed him over the edge, you know. Maybe. But yeah, that was uh yeah, I mean, uh, I've been bit at least five times. Okay. Normally by little dogs, you know, right. little ankle biters. Yeah. Doesn't really do much damage. You know, right. just like a little stinging in the ankles. It's always the little dogs that they go after yeah. Yeah. the mailman. But the, I've had my fair, fair share of uh, dog bites, and uh, they're not fun. So please. And, and you're not just talking about Mozart or uh, Tiger biting you, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. They, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about on the job, yeah, yeah. on the clock. And uh, yeah, not fun. Um, please do what you can to restrain your dogs out there. Uh, we postal carriers, we appreciate that. And so, um, yeah, so I accidentally kicked a puppy, accidentally. But when I kicked that cat, that was on purpose. All right, moving on. <laughs> that cat's going to come tear you to shreds, trust me. Oh, I know. No, I didn't kick a cat, man. Come on, <laughs> just for the record. <laughs> anyway, that was my mailman rants for the day. Okay. That was your that was your mail delivery for the day. It was your delivery of a. Uh, I delivered my mail stories to you. Okay. All right. See, it's not that bad. Yeah, no, I, I, I guess. can see it in your eyes. You hate yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. Even if I said it was an accident or yeah. oh, I accidentally ran over a turtle, you'd probably still hate me. Well, I mean, like I said, it all depends on, on on what you do after. What you should have done. What should have I done? I mean, you know, of course, you know, you know, talk to the owner and all that stuff. But then not fault the dog for it. And maybe give the dog a treat. Because one thing I have seen, one thing I have noticed, when like uh, UPS or FedEx or even like like postal work, when they carry treats and they give them to dogs, the dogs usually kind of act not as aggressive and become very friendly. So it's like, I mean, even though the dog probably thinks, oh, he's coming, I get a treat, and that's really all they want. As right as you are. Uh-huh. We are hounded by our supervisors and, and management. They say, don't feed the dogs. And we ask them, oh, why not? And their response is, well, the dogs could have some type of allergy and you don't know what's in the treat. And and it's probably because maybe there was one incident where Most a dog likely. died or threw up or something. And then, they, you know, the postal service doesn't want to get uh, sued. That's probably, probably more of like... A- somebody gave it chocolate and gave it like any treat that they could, that they thought was dog friendly. But, um, but no, like, like I have seen people like, like especially UPS, like, I mean, there's a, there was actually a whole page called UPS dogs or something like that, um, where they would carry like milk bones and stuff like that. So, I mean, you know, if you are going to give a treat, maybe do, maybe do your research, but make sure it is dog friendly because dogs are scavengers. So they'll kind they'll, they'll, they're able to eat a lot of things, but may not be that great for them. But one last thing about the uh-huh. dog bite stuff yeah. is uh, there was a uh, a news story put out by like LA Times or something. It says that California and Texas, California and Texas, have the highest rate of postal worker dog bite related incidents. California and Texas, so. You know, they tell us to, you know, just be extra careful because the results are in this state that we live in. 
most dog attacks or dog incidents. Um, and with the whole dog treat thing, I vow when I get my own route, like the one that I want to stay on long term, I will probably will start buying dog treats and give them to the dogs and route. But right now, since I'm a T6 and I bounce from route to route, right, right. it's kind of hard to establish yeah. that kind of rapport and know yeah, all the yeah, dogs. Yeah, exactly. But one day, I I vow okay. to make up for accidentally kicking that puppy. <laughs> if if I get my own route and that puppy's on that route, I will give him a treat every single day. And you also have to be careful because there are, there are treats that are made for puppies, ah. which are usually softer because right. their teeth aren't as strong. Right, right. And then right. there are some made for adults. So that's also something, that's something else that you got to look for. Mm. Sounds good to me. So, uh, Who is that? I don't know. Um, hey, Marcel, right, can yeah, you, yeah, can you I'll, grab the door? Yeah, I'll go. I just All hope right. it's not one of your kids because I don't want them to headbutt oh, yeah. me or anything like that, you know? Like that last time. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, hey, man. Um, can I can I help you? Oh, oh hi. Uh, uh, I was wondering if... Uh, is, is Andrew here? Uh yeah, but uh who who are you, dude? Hi, oh, um I'm Beto. Um some of my homies call me Bashful Beto. Uh yeah, I, I grew up in the hood. Uh, but you know, uh if you grew up in the hood, maybe you should get a cardigan, dude. Like cuz you don't seem like somebody that would really uh survive well out in the hood, but uh well I had a lot of things happen to me growing up in the hood and all considering that it was the hood and all but you know i i'm working on uh, breaking out of my shell all right well um what what what, what is this right here what 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 are you guys what are you doing here uh well this is our studio we're um we're recording a podcast oh uh, i'm sorry uh am i intruding on no, something important no i it just uh oh, you know I'm sorry holmes maybe i should come back another time yeah i mean i could let andrew know that you stop know that you stop by um oh yeah tell him i said what's up homie what's up essay oh uh, maybe uh next time you can get me on the podcast as a a special guest yeah we could do that um but I just want to make sure that he does know who you are, though, right? I mean, like this. Orale, is, oh, okay. I just want to make sure that, like, we you know, going way back, fool. I just want to make sure that you weren't like, you know, some new the, new to the neighborhood or something like that, just coming around to say hi. Like, nah, I want to make I sure. Say, okay. Uh, so if I tell him Bashful Beto, was it? Bashful Beto. They okay. call me Bashful Beto on okay. the street. That's kind of my street name. Okay. Uh, uh, but yeah, I mean, yeah, I'll definitely let him know that you stopped by and you came over to say what's up. Um, all right, homie. Thank you, homie. You, you know, you, you, you're a real homie dog. No. All right. Yeah. Thanks. Uh, right. well, peace out. Right. Yeah. Uh, it, where's the door? Right uh, yeah. Just the way you came, just go down the hall again, uh, make your left and then peace, you'll just homie. hit it right there. Peace, Holmes. Uh, all right. See you. Oh, are you from the streets too? Yeah. Uh, well, well, well when you get to know me better, maybe we could talk about that. But uh, yeah, for um, now, um, you know, I don't mean to be rude, but yeah, we are kind of trying to record. Um, we'll, uh, hey, like I said, I'll let Andrew know that you stop by, and then maybe you and him can do an interview or something, something later on, or you know, we'll work something out though. All right, all right, Beth, all right, that, Beto. That sounds nice, man. That sounds real nice. Peace out, fool. 
All right, uh, Andrew. Um, that was oh, hey. that was uh, I guess one of your neighbors or something. Name was Beto. Said that oh, his, they Beto. called him Bashful Beto or something like that. Oh yeah, Bashful Beto. He stopped by. Yeah, he stopped by. Um, oh man, I missed him. Yeah, I, I forgot to tell. I told him to swing by. Yeah, he's he he's a uh, he's a little odd, but I mean, well, I mean. He did grow up in the streets of L.A. Yeah, but I mean, the dude didn't even really look me in the eye. Like, I mean, he, I can well, see, I can see why they call him Bashful Bet, though. But you know, he he's kind of a shy guy. Okay, um, but he makes some really good tortas. Okay, all right. But he is shy about it. Yeah, he's kind of. I don't know. It's like he has this shameful baggage. Okay, <laughs> he's a weird guy. I don't know what okay. to tell you. All right. Well, yeah, he yeah he said, uh, you know, just uh, tell you that uh, he stopped by. Um, he was asking about the podcast. He was even kind of showed interest in coming on. So I mean, I don't. Yeah, you I don't know, know that's I, something that you want. He, I kind of told him that I do this podcast thing, and yeah, he seemed interested. You know, he he finally. Upgraded from dial-up to you know Wi-Fi. So, oh, okay. You know he's all right. Well, he's on the internet now. You know. Oh, right, and he well, found us out, and well, hopefully, a uh, bashful Beto will uh, I'll, I'll listen to this and uh, you know see if maybe it, it isn't something that he's interested in, in coming back for. Yeah, sounds good. Sounds good. All right. Um. Well, I mean, I mean, no, I know that was kind of like a surprise. Yeah. Guest. Yeah. I mean. Uh, um, I did not expect that, but yeah. you know, thank you for being so uh, you know inviting and no, yeah, no problem. I mean, warm and welcoming him. No, yeah. You know. so, um, so you got to see the studio? Uh, kind of, yeah, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah, he kind of kind of peeked in a little what bit a and surprise. What a surprise. saw it, but uh, I mean, you know, not that I was trying to be rude or anything like that, but I just you know he just didn't really know who he was at first, so. Well, you know, first impressions. I can't you know just be like all 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 opening and welcoming like that to. To people, you know, especially when they can't look me in the eye. But hey, I, you know, I'll, I'll, you know, he'll grow on me. He'll yeah, grow on me to come back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll, we'll, we'll invite him, you know, in a traditional fashion yeah. next time. But, but uh, well, but what is? Yeah, look, you said that was a surprise. Yeah. Speaking of surprises, yes, have I got a surprise for you? This is this is something that I've been waiting for. Now it's related to our podcast. Okay, because uh, remember we were talking about uh, uh, jelly bellies. Oh no, you remember that? Yes. And how, like, the black licorice jelly belly is uh-huh. the one that you pop in your mouth and then you just feel like throwing up after? Speaking of black licorice, did I ever send you, did I send you that, that article about- No, you didn't. I'm no? still waiting oh, okay. for it. Okay, I've been I, waiting for it for like two weeks, man. Because I did find it. And then I could have sworn to send it to you, but no, but no. I but I I will I will I will uh, towards the end of this I will send it to you about the whole uh, not eating uh, you know certain certain licorice and all that stuff. So look what I found. Okay, good. In my hands, is okay. Jelly Belly assorted flavors. I'm, I'm gonna be honest. You kind of scared me because because we also talked about the whole bizarre bots thing, like the you know like like canned dog food kind of flavor shit and i thought you're gonna pull that out we're gonna do it now but if i had the time to find that maybe i would have i just got the normal one so i figured uh i'll give you one and then we we'll see if you can guess the uh the the flavor so i'm gonna i'm gonna assume that you probably want me to close my eyes while i eat it i'll pour one into your hand okay at random okay and then because i mean i mean a lot of the colors do kind of correspond with the flavor right 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 so I'll, I'll put it into your hand, okay. And without looking, you just pop it in there, okay. And then uh, you right. tell us what you think. All right, let's take it. All right, first one going into Marcelo's hand. 
It's just just fate. Fate is deciding which one uh, you're getting first. So, all right, pop it in. Give it a little a little taste. And by the way, these uh, I found at work. Um, there's a coworker of mine that has a little uh, plastic pumpkin, and uh, she puts all this candy out after Halloween. And yeah, I found this in there, and I was like, "Oh, I'm snagging that. I want to treat Marcelo right off the bat." All right, Marcelo, what do you say? I'm going to say watermelon. Watermelon. Let's see. Do we have watermelon on here? Um, it doesn't say. <laughs> so we're gonna go. With watermelon is correct. Okay, that one looked like a watermelon. It had oh, some green it? and yeah, it green. So you know how watermelon is green uh-huh. on the outside. Yeah, I think okay. they were trying to emulate a, a, a watermelon. All right, time for the next one. Sounds like someone might need to do their research a little more. Hey, <laughs> stop hating. All right. I saw the color that went into your mouth. That's probably going to be a determinant of uh, what the flavor might be. Okay, that's... um. For some reason, I'm thinking like a, like a blueberry or like blue raspberry. <laughs> no? It can't be a blueberry or a raspberry because that one was orange. Really? That you popped into your mouth. Well, the color of the jelly bean was orange. Okay. There's no way... It was a berry, so probably maybe like a maybe like an like an orange creamsicle or something like that. All right, next one. Here we mm-hmm. go. Going on to jelly bean numero tres. Bam! Oh, I felt two. All right, I'm gonna pull one out. Okay. All right, swish it around. Oh, what can? Oh, this be? is the black licorice. That is black. It can't be. It's not black licorice. So it I'm had, gonna, I'm gonna give it you had a, a it had a taste one. of that in the beginning. Like as soon as they didn't do it, it, it had like a black licorice kind of taste. Maybe it was some type of licorice, but it can't be black licorice because the no, one yeah, you now it's in, now it's changing. Now it's kind of like changing flavors. Oh, it's a changing flavor jelly bean. No, I wouldn't say that. Just like what does it taste like now? Coconut. I'll give you coconut. Okay. Ding, 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 because mm-hmm. yeah, that was a white one that you popped into. Coconut, pina colada. Hold on, let me um. Maybe 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 if I rinse out my mouth or oh yeah, 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 rinse it out, rinse out that nasty mouth. Chug 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 chug. Is that water? Mm-hmm. <laughs> You're taking this game seriously. All right, ready for the next one? Got to play to win, fool. All right. <laughs> I think you've been hanging out with Bashful Bet though too long. He's All rubbing right. off on me. I said, oh, I oh, felt no. that one hit the floor, okay. fool. There we go. Is this the one from the floor, is it? <laughs> no, come on. I wouldn't do you dirty. Dirty <laughs> the floors, huh? Now that you put it in your mouth, yeah, I kind of rolled on the floor. But five second rule. Okay, this one here's, here's at the black licorice. Ding, 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 okay. ding, ding. That is the black licorice. Yeah. All right, we're going to go uh, a little faster now. Okay. Let's see. Next one. Maybe we'll do uh, two more. Here's the next one. Try not to drop it on the floor this time. Bam. Okay. All right. Very sloshy, huh? I'm going to guess to say lime. 
Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, that was a, a lime-colored uh, okay. uh, Gatorade-looking jelly bean. All right, we're going to do one more. Let me shake okay. up the bag. And, uh, yeah, you're doing pretty good. All right. All right, if you get this next one right, then you are a winner. I'm going to go did, with... Did you ever watch the show uh, Dirty Jobs? Yeah, with Mike Rowe. Yeah. Uh, kind of. So there was an episode where he went to the Jelly Bean Factory and actually, or the Jelly Belly Factory, yeah. and actually saw like how these were made. Mm. It was pretty cool because then they even uh, uh, they had they took him over to the like the 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 disgusting side ones and they showed him that they actually um what do you call it? research and do tests with like like if so like if they were to make one like uh, strawberries right they actually get strawberries and get the scent, get the flavor, all that stuff, and put it into like an artificial way. Wow. So it was really cool. They even do that with um the bizarre bots. So like uh for like earwax, the guy oh, said that no. he didn't he didn't clean his ears for three weeks. Oh no. And then they went in and they got the earwax from his ear oh, no. and they studied it and oh. the earwax that you taste is actually the dude's earwax. That's disgusting. Yeah. Okay. So last one going last in. one. If you get this one you are a winner. I'm going to say cherry only because for some reason it's giving me like a NyQuil, cherry NyQuil kind of taste. But the way you're looking at me kind of says it might not be cherry. Yeah, the way I'm looking at you says, eh, there's no way it could have been cherry because that was a green jelly bean you popped into your mouth. Another green one, huh? Hmm. So what's green? What else is green besides was it a dark? Kiwi? Was it a dark green or a light green? Uh, it was like a... Uh, it wasn't a fluorescent green like the lime you had. Is, is there is there another one in there? It was a an, green. An, another green. color in there? Maybe I could kind of look at it. Uh, I don't think there's any the green in here. Pink? No. No, uh, just two pinks, two oranges. This one has like polka dots, and then a yellow and a black. Oh, I'm, I'm sure the black one's a black licorice. Let me see that. Let me get the yellow one. Is that a lemon? Let me see. Oh, that one's actually, I think, might, might be pineapple. Ooh, these are good. Mm-hmm. I'll just pop food in my mouth. Yeah, try try the black one. Let me know what you think. Hell no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Uh, Marcelo, uh, mm-hmm. our judges have decided you're, you're a winner. Okay. You're, you're a winner in my book. All right. We got to, if we're going to play these games again, like these surprise games, then we got to start like, really uh, keeping track. I know. You know, seeing... Um, you know, I, I would say like, you know, oh yeah, we'll, um, you know, we'll, uh, uh, send, send some stuff out to like to people, but we don't have anything to send out. Oh, that have someone that wants to play along or not play along, but have us play for. And if we win, they get a shout out at the end. If not, well, then they go anonymous. But, um, but yeah, that, um, huh. I actually taste it really good. I haven't had jelly be- jelly bellies in a while. I know. So um That's what you're missing out on trick yeah. or treating. But yeah, that um uh which one which one did I get that uh that was like completely wrong? Oh uh We just did it, fucking I can't remember. That's how that's how that's how tired I am. That's how late late this is. Dude, it's ten thirty. Yeah, I know. 
Um, but uh, we've been on this podcast for an hour. Wow, we've been doing this for an hour already. Wow, that's news to me. Hey, speaking of news, how about we do Simple Times News with Andrew? For that nice introduction, Marcelo, I am Andrew, and this is the Simple Times News. Today's news comes to us once again, and I'm not going to butcher it this time because I've been butchering their name. I, I listened to our last episode; it was embarrassing. I said, uh-huh. "I said this one comes from the alternative press." Yeah, ha, I didn't say it wrong this time, <laughs> and I said it wrong. <laughs> this one comes to us from AP. We the, can, we can't do math, and then apparently we can't read, so and, and we don't know where our news sources come from. Yeah, exactly. Uh, the AP. The Associated Press. Okay. <laughs> finally, finally got it right. All right, here's our headline. Four men charged in theft of satirical golden toilet titled America at Churchill's birthplace. And this one is written by Sylvia Hui. Okay, and uh, I, I guess this was last updated November sixth, so fairly new news. And this comes to us from London. You ready? Yeah, bring give it to me. Here we go. Four men were charged Monday over the theft of an eighteen karat gold toilet from Blenheim Palace, the sprawling English country mansion where British wartime leader Winston Churchill was born. The toilet, valued at 4.8 million pounds, translates to $5.95 million, was an artwork titled America and intended as a pointed satire about excessive wealth by Italian conceptual artist Mauricio Catalan. It was a part of an art installation at Blenheim Palace near the city of Oxford a few days before it vanished overnight in September of 2019. So, a toilet goes missing. Not just any toilet. A $5 million toilet. And you said it was a gold toilet too, right? It was a gold toilet. A gold toilet. A golden throne? Yeah. Um, it, it It gets more interesting. Okay. Um... Let me try to read through it quickly. It's right. not that long of an article. The Crime Prosecution Service said Monday it was it has authorized criminal charges against four men ages 35 to 39 over the theft. Hey, we're at that prime age to start stealing golden toilets, I you and so. I. Hey, it's, uh, if simple times doesn't pan out. Yeah. They are accused of burglary and conspiracy to transfer criminal property. Seven people had been arrested over the heist, but no charges have been brought until Monday, four years after the toilet was stolen. The artwork has never been found. So we got a missing golden toilet. The golden toilet was fully functioning. 
And prior to the theft, visitors to the exhibition could book a three-minute appointment to use it. <laughs> so if you wanted to use this golden toilet, you just book an appointment. You know, hey, put me down for uh, 1 p.m. And yeah, but it's only a three-minute appointment. I mean... Well, you, you can't take a shadoobie in it. Yeah, apparently not. Uh, police said that, the, that because the toilet had been connected to the palace's plumbing system, it, its removal caused significant damage and flooding to the 18th century building. So not only was it stolen, it kind of damaged the property there. Crazy. Um, I think you get the, the point. Um, a golden toilet. It was a satirical work of art fully functioning you could use this toilet it was made of gold worth over five million dollars goes missing and no one can find it i want to know how big of a toilet that is i mean it's a normal toilet oh really if you've seen a toilet before yes i have many many times i'm i'm quite familiar here's a picture Oh, okay. So it, it it looks more like an industrial kind of toilet. The right. way it's kind of set up, like that tankless kind of look to it. The toilet. It's <laughs> plugged into the what, plumbing. What's funny is that is that this actually the picture looks like it might be in like a prison. Like the way it's like you know so minimal. It just. <laughs> I mean, like I was thinking, like you know, for an art for like an art piece, it'd be like a little more like flourishing, a little more like inviting. That just looks like hey, like if you're in jail and you got to take a squat. I mean. <laughs> but I mean, I'm pretty sure you had doors around you, you yeah, know, for probably. privacy. Yeah, I'm sure probably is in a room. But like I said, it just it just looked like a prison toilet. I just not what I what I what I imagined it to be. But the moral of the story? <laughs> Can you tell I'm like a toilet aficionado? Apparently, I don't know. <laughs> I know a shitter when I see one. <laughs> This is Simple Times News, <laughs> Marcelo. Like, I take this seriously. All right. Just hold off. You got your segment coming up, all right? Okay. Okay. Yeah, this is the Simple Times News. We want people to take this segment seriously. The moral of the story is if you're going to turn a toilet into a work of art, Get some security guard to like to guard it. I mean, five point eight million dollars just goes missing, and it's still missing. I mean, and the other moral of the story is, what what's up with with modern art nowadays? Like, it's yeah, modern like, art's been kind of a weird. I don't know. Like, is it really art? Like. I've been to the Getty Museum in LA, uh-huh. and I'm like, man, all this beautiful work of art. And then you have a toilet, yeah, 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 <laughs> made of gold, and they're saying this is a work of art. I mean, I'll give it to them; they're calling it satire. Yeah, okay, but I mean, five point eight million dollars. Uh, yeah, man. I mean, what would you do with five point eight million dollars? What if someone gave you a golden toilet? What uh-huh. would you do? Um, test it out first. Just to make sure it works. Yeah, yeah, just make sure it works and see exactly how good it is. Would you test, um, like, if it could handle your... Both, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shadoobies? Yep, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah, I would, definitely. I would I would use, like, a toilet and, and see. And then after that, what would you do? Uh, well, depending on, on how well it how well it performed, either keep it or maybe sell it off. I mean, 
You would keep a golden toilet? I would. Not only would I keep a golden toilet, but I would make sure that it has its own, very own special room to use it. Because a golden toilet, you don't just leave out for like, you know, company to use. That golden toilet is, we'll see my cheeks only. I would sell it for $5 million, but that's just me. All right. Well, um, before we end the segment... I think uh, this is something that uh, I I have a news article. Oh no way! If you don't mind. Oh, of course don't I don't mind. Welcome all kinds of news to the Simple um, Times News. It's a uh, it's kind of like the uh, uh, on the opposite end of the use for the use for a toilet. Uh, this comes. Wait, from- wait, wait! Cue the music for Simple Times News with Marcelo. So this one comes with comes to us from USA Today. Uh, USA, USA, yeah. Um, oh, must be new. Published on the eighth, updated on the ninth. It's a uh, Krispy Kreme wants to gift you a dozen donuts on World Kindness Day with no strings attached. Oh. Krispy Kreme is giving out free donuts to celebrate World Kindness Day. The first 500 people to visit participating Krispy Kreme locations on Monday, November 13th, will receive a, fr- a dozen free original glazed donuts to inspire and enable kindness to others, the comp- company announced Wednesday. Donut lovers can claim the free treat without making a purchase. World Kindness Day is an opportunity to make a positive difference by being generous, from paying it forward to meaningfully connecting with the Meaningfully connecting with each other, simple gestures of caring and thanks, including a sharing a t- sharing a sweet treat. Wow, this is how tired I am. Including sharing a sweet treat is the best way to do that. Global Chief Brand Officer David Skenna said in the announcement. How, how do you feel about Krispy Kreme donuts? I mean, I mean, are you are you a fan or? I, I am a fan. I like them. Um, they're have, really good. Have you been to a Krispy Kreme location? Oh, yeah. There's one in Gardena. Yeah. And have you been there when they make a fresh batch? That's the best time. Because they give you that free donut if you're waiting in line. Oh, no way. You never... Oh, yeah. So I went there a couple years ago. Like, it was for for my birthday. Nice. Um, Because we weren't doing anything for my birthday. Um, It was on, like, a Wednesday or something like that. And the one and the one thing that I wanted to try because they do in fact they do this still still to this day they do like a seasonal batch of donuts and this one this year was like they had like an apple pie donut they had Ooh. a Boston cream donut and then they had another donut I I don't I don't know if it was pumpkin or not but I was like we've got to go it's the one thing I'm asking for let's go so we go and we're waiting in line and as we're waiting in line one of the employees walks over and just goes donut. And we're just kind of like, okay, what's the catch? Was this employee a dude or a dudette? A girl. She was into you, man. And um, you just let her slip through your fingers. And she was, but then she was giving everybody a donut. And so I asked, we were asking, well, you know, we're kind of New Year. She says, well, whenever a fresh, fresh batch is being made, um, we allow people waiting in line to have a donut. That's really cool. So it was a warm, soft, gooey glazed donuts it melted wow. in our mouth it was mm. amazing it sounds it, really incredible it really was yeah 
So are you going to go to the free donut kindness thing? Uh, I want to, but I mean, that's... Uh, the 13th? The 13th. That's the, Monday. Monday, yes. Uh, but remember, it's only for the first 500, and it's at participating locations. So I'm not sure if the one in Gardena may, is one. It would make sense to, because I don't think there's really many other locations around. But... Um, Maybe. I mean, I don't know. Who knows? Sounds good. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, so that's... Uh, Thanks for letting us know. Hopefully our listeners uh, uh, hear this one in time and uh, well, I mean, head over to their local Krispy Kreme. A, a great way to, to spread the awareness of it is, uh, by, is by tweeting. Well, I mean, now that's it's half X. true. Yeah. I mean, it's called X now. I know, but there's I mean, no more you know, Twitter anymore. Yeah, I know, but uh, I, I lamented already. Yeah, but um, I mean, there's no more Twitter, but thankfully, there's still simple-minded tweets with Andrew. Ah, uh, yeah. Marcel, you don't have to do the sound effects. I plug in the sound effects. Your tweet sounded dumb. All right. Tweet, tweet, uh, essay, tweet, tweet. Man, that that short amount of time that you spent with uh, <laughs> Bashful Beto, I didn't forget his name. It sounded like you did. <laughs> He's a bad influence. <laughs> All right, our first tweet. Um, this person uh, tweets. Uh, just drank some inspired milk. Gonna have the stumney rumbles all night. Inspired milk. Well, maybe it inspired them to puke their guts out. It was inspired. It'd be it'd be even better if they inspired if they inspired themselves to uh, you know read a dictionary. That's all they have to do. Look up definitions, mm -hmm. and then they'll know how to use words. Mm -hmm. Next tweet uh, says, "My coronavirus results came in as positive. I'm clean. Let's party!" <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, I forgot to mention uh, at the beginning of the segment is that uh, yes, we know Twitter is no longer a thing, oh. but we have a backlog, and yeah. uh, I'm doing every year um, some of my favorite dumb tweets. And, oh, this year, uh, this uh, this segment, we're doing the year 2020. Oh, okay. So we're, we're, we're getting actually getting close. close. Yeah, we are. Because we have 2021 left and 2022. Uh, I think towards the end of 2022 is when it went over to X, didn't it? Yeah. So we'll, we'll do two more rounds of this. Okay. And then, I don't know, maybe we'll retire the segment. Who knows? Who knows? Uh, okay. Next uh, simple-minded tweet. It says, oh, man. Told my cousin he got me pregnant as an April Fool's joke. He was scared AF. LMAO. <sighs> where does it say where they're from? No, no, no it doesn't. Oh. But I mean, not that it makes an excuse, but at least it would it would give somewhat of like a reason as to why they would say something like that, but but yeah, isn't that just cringe? Yeah. That's like something you'd read off of Women Posting L's page. Have, have you seen the Women Posting L's? No, no, no. It's when women post stuff and it's okay. like, yeah, that's an L. Like, like a, a loss. A loss, yeah. yeah. Uh. 
and it's like uh it's just cringy like cringy stuff that people that women in particular actually uh-huh. post um but yeah you tell us too much when you tell us that it's an april fool's joke that you did to your cousin yeah yeah that's tmi tmi all right next one all right uh, I like this one. Um, I think we've sharpened up uh, sharpened up our math skills. So, okay, here we go. Ready? All right. Okay. Somebody born in 2020, okay, will see the year 3000 when they're 80. That's wild. <laughs> I I've I've heard of people trying to trying to say that too, like you know make that kind of like big big math uh, thing because they're um, thinking that. 20 plus 80 yeah. is 100, which will put the 2,000 at 3,000. Yeah. That's common core at its worst. lowest point. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, but no, actually, actually um, speaking of that one, there was a video I saw, and I don't know if I, I don't know if we talked about this before or not, um, where this, uh, uh, this, this girl on a pot on another podcast was like, um, was like, oh, you know, I saw this. You no, know, she was like, oh, I saw this. Uh, saw this on Instagram, and it's crazy. I did it, and it worked. And, no, she goes, she was. It worked for me, but for whatever she tells her co- her co, she was, but it didn't work for you. She goes, um, if you get, uh, what she says, she was, if you get, uh, you, the year you were born, and you add up your current age, it comes up to twenty twenty three. Everybody's like looking at each other and they were like, yeah, that's, uh, that's how age works. And she's like, what? And she goes, and they, they had explained to her that, yeah, if you get the year you were born and then you add your age, it comes 2023. <laughs> and she was like, and she looks at her friend, she goes, but why didn't it work for you though? And she goes, well, I haven't had my birthday yet this year. She goes, so yeah. So so like if a friend was like, you know, let's say 29, uh, it wouldn't add up to, you know, if a friend was 29, but she was turning 30 like this right, year, right, right, right. she wasn't going to be 2023 right, right, right. and her friend couldn't comprehend it. She was, and then she felt so stupid cause she goes, I read that so confidently. And the person that posted it posted it as if like they actually discovered like a new math problem oh, kind of a thing. No. See that, that's a women posting L. Is that type okay? Of thing. <laughs> <laughs> insane. Insane. All right, this next one. Get your dictionary ready. Oh, God. Uh, She tweets, I love you guys more than anything in this whole. Let me guess. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me guess. Let me guess. H-O-L-E. Whole, yes. right. In tire world. So in, I'm going to assume is I-N. Okay. Mm-hmm. And then the, when they say tire, it's going to be T-I-R-E. Like the things that make the cars go. I am on a roll. <laughs> More than anything in this whole entire world. I am rolling like that tire is rolling. There's a hole in the tire, and that's how much she loves you guys. All right, next tweet. Oh. I just can't. You can't fathom how stupid this one is. It says, I just realized 2020 is 2020 backwards. Oh, my God. And if <laughs> you're dumb out there, 
2020 backwards is 0202. So, yeah. All right, next tweet. And oddly enough, by someone saying that 2020 backwards is oh, is uh, 2020, but it's really 0202, and they are a waste of oxygen. Get it? Get it? Well, actually, if it's 0202, I wonder if that's a different chemical. If that would be... A, because you get O two O two and you put it together, it'd be O four. Marcelo, did, are you trying to prove yourself that you're the the smartest? No, at chemistry? no, no. It's just because I'm sleepy and I'm thinking of, of stupid shit. I know so. it's ten fifty one. We got to start bringing this down. Okay, mm-hmm. I got a few more uh, simple minded tweets. Uh, this person tweets: So my car got towed. Okay, okay. towed as in T O A D. As in the frog, right? Okay. But, uh oh. You didn't see this one coming. Toad from uh, Super Mario tweets back at this person says, Not true. I'm right here. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> Next uh, tweet. This is from, uh, from a thread. Someone uh, commented saying, NBA Twitter isn't ready for this argument. And then someone responded to that tweet. Do people not understand that basketball has two sides, offense and defense? But I digest. <laughs> and then someone replied to that person and said, what are you digesting? <laughs> 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 All right. I got two more. Two more. Stay with me. Stay with me. Uh, this person tweets, people born in 2003 are 23 now. That's crazy. So this kind of goes back to that. Yeah, yeah, on. yeah. You know, take the year that you're born, add your age, and we're in the year that that adds up to. Oh, oh, and there's more to this one. Someone replied to that and said, "American girls are really like this IRL." And then the original tweeter responds, "I'm not American. I'm Arizonian." Oh God! Just like just like the tire. <laughs> <laughs> All right, last one. You ready? All right. Says, what apps have y'all bought that are worth the money? And the person responds, mozzarella sticks for sure, and spinach, <laughs> artichoke dip is is a classic. <laughs> All right, and that was simple minded tweets with me, Andrew. Oh, and on to the best. The most sought after segment in all of podcast dumb jokes with heavy. All right. So, uh, if you don't mind, this iteration of jokes with heavy will be uh, Thanksgiving. All right. Themed. So, um, you know, given that we're two weeks away from, uh, from, from Turkey Day. So, um, let's, uh, let's see. Uh, why did the turkey bring a microphone? Why? He was ready to roast. Uh, which side of a turkey has more feathers? The outside. Is that your pop-up timer or are you just happy to see me? What do you get when you cross a turkey with a centipede? Drumsticks for everyone. Why did the turkey stand on stilts? Because nobody eats flamingos for Thanksgiving dinner. 
What kind of turkey requires ID? Wild turkey. What did the turkey say when he met the president? Pardon me. How does a turkey travel? <laughs> By gravy train. <laughs> what do you call a turkey the day after Thanksgiving? Lucky. What did the turkey say to his real estate agent? Turnkey only. <laughs> what's what's the turkey's favorite month? They don't have one, but they prefer any other than November. <laughs> wait, wait, you'll, <laughs> you'll love this one. <laughs> what sound does a turkey's phone make? Wing, wing, wing. <laughs> <laughs> what did the turkey say to the turkey hunter on Thanksgiving Day? Quack, quack. <laughs> what did the farmer have to separate? Why did the farmer have to separate the chicken and the turkey? He sensed foul play. What key has legs and can't open a door? A turkey. Why did they let the turkey join the band? Because he had his own drumsticks. What happened to the turkey that got in a fight? He got the stuffing knocked out of him. You know you overdid it at Thanksgiving when you thought the serving size for turkey was one. Why shouldn't you sit next to a turkey at dinner? Because he will gobble it up. If you call a big turkey a gobbler, what do you call a small one? A goblet. I saw that one coming. What do you call a running turkey? Fast food. What's blue and covered in feathers? A turkey holding its breath. Why would a turkey be holding its <laughs> breath? <laughs> What's the best song to play while cooking a turkey? All about that bass. About that bass. <laughs> the bass? The bass. <laughs> All right, give us two more, man. All right. Uh, what, why did the turkey cross the road? He wanted people to think he was a chicken. <laughs> How come the turkey didn't eat dinner? He was already stuffed. Okay, hold on. One more, one more. All right, one more. What did the turkey say to the computer? Google, Google. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Oh, wait, hold on. This one, this one that you were talking about. What do you get if you cross a turkey with a ghost? A poultry geist. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. Um, well, Marcel, I think we've come to the end of this uh, episode. And uh, we want to do one final thing, if that's okay with you. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so what we were thinking about is uh, at the end of, of every episode, uh, doing a doing a shout out, calling them the simple shout outs. Um, these are mainly people that will interact with us on social medias. Um, you know, comment, like things, share things, all that kind of stuff. And um, and today um, we have a, a very special uh, person. That we have to shout out. Um, I think at the top of this episode, you said this is something new, but not entirely true. Remember last episode, oh, I yeah, did a, a shout right. out of a coworker. Yeah, 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 so yeah. So we're trying to make this more I frequent. Think, I, th I think what I meant by new is that like we're actually making this like a oh, legit thing. A whereas staple. Instead man. of just like doing a shout out, you wanted to make this like a whole actual segment. Right, right, right. And gotcha, I mean, gotcha, it's, gotcha. it's, I mean, it's, it's kind of hurtful because I mean, for so long we've ended the, e the end of the episode with the jokes, but now you want that to be in second. It sounds like it's second best. I mean, it's just, oh. I don't know. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying, I'm All just right. saying. How about next time 
we figure out a better placement all for right. the shout outs. All right. Maybe at all the right. beginning? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you know, we'll, 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 we'll think of it, but I'm, I'm just saying it's kind of we'll hurtful. I mean, you say it's your favorite sub, your favorite segment. It is. But then, I mean, it's only second best. It just, no, I don't know. No, I'm just, not. I'm never saying you're putting words in my mouth. I don't know. I just, uh, well, let's just let's just try it at the end right here. All right. Maybe we could work with the placement later on. But simple shout outs. We have a shout out to give and this special person we're shouting out today is my mother, Marcelo's mom. <laughs> And uh, she commented on uh, our last post on Instagram, and she says that she listens yeah. and that she is our biggest fan. Oh yeah, I've trust me, she has told me that she had she uh, she listened. Hold on, I'm not done. Okay, okay. There's okay. another comment. Okay, she says that she loves her pink knob cover. Now oh, explain yeah. why she would say something uh, like that. Did I? I didn't. I, I didn't talk about that on, on the. Well, I'm talking about to our listeners today. Oh, okay. So, um, but 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 I I think I did. I think I did talk about this on a, on a previous episode, didn't I? Yeah, the the mini hoodies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So, um, it was just a thing. Something I saw on TikTok. I just thought it was kind of funny, cute little gift kind of thing. They're little. Uh, they're little mini sweatshirts, like mini hoodies that you can get for your car that go over your uh, your your gear shifter. The gear selector, yeah. Yeah, gear shifter. So gear selector. your mom is very thankful. Yeah, and she just wanted the world to know. Yeah, uh, that she loved her the mini hoodie you gave. Yeah, and the last thing is that she is very disappointed yeah, at she, our. Oh yeah, math she skills. wanted. Yeah, she she definitely wanted to make the world know that she was uh, disappointed with our math skills. So. And hey, you know, I'll, I'll give it to her. It's kind of sad that we're losing our luster in the math yeah. department. Um, I mean, it's even worse the fact that you used to be a tutor. I mean, well, so was I. Thanks for bringing I know. me down. So was I. But yes. I know I was a tutor, but people didn't pay me to be a tutor. Ouch. I know. Blow, blow. I try. Well, if you want to uh, receive a simple shout out and be shouted out on the podcast, you could uh, write to us. Anywhere on social media. Our Instagram is Simple Times Podcast. Our X, for, formerly known as Twitter, is Simple Times Pod. And you can even email us at the Simple Times Podcast at gmail.com. And I promise you, Marcelo, next episode, I'm going to just pull up our email. Okay. And then I'm just going to list, uh, I'm going to read off like the first five latest ones that we have okay i don't care if they're spam do like a mailbag thing okay we'll do a mailbag so write to us simple times podcast okay. and there's one thing that that oh, if, yes. if anything i can i can ask for yes more so Re regardless of where you listen to us whether it's google podcast uh, apple podcast or even Sp or spotify or wherever you get your podcast from please 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 rate and review I know some places don't really let you review, they let you rate, but either way, whatever you can, please rate and review us. Give us your honest opinion. If you want to just give us five, just to try to shut us up, give us five. If you want to give us one, just to give us a big fuck you, give us a one. I really don't care, but just be honest with it. Give us a rate, give us a review. Um, who knows? Maybe we'll even get those reviews if we can get them and uh, read some of them here. I like that idea. You know, like like on, on a day that's like you no know, slow mailbag or whatever, maybe we can read a couple reviews. I love it. I love it. All right, and I think that concludes this episode. Thank you for tuning in. Gobble gobble.